This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Thanks for joining me. My name's John Leary and this is The Saturday Quiz, the podcast where I ask the questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper and the answers are provided, hopefully, by my guests. It's no secret that I'm a huge fan of Sean McAuliffe's Mad as Hell. Its 15 seasons across 10 years are some of the best political satire ever to grace our television screens. Sadly, that all came to an end on Wednesday night when the final ever episode went to air. But particularly sad for my guests today, who now find themselves slightly more unemployed than TV comedy writers (laughs) usually are. Welcome to the show, Andy Matthews and Pat McCaffrey. Uh, Thank Thank you you so much much for having us. And thank you as well for agreeing that enormous fee to to appear on the podcast today. (laughs) Honestly, we'd be in a lot of trouble otherwise. Yeah, I couldn't let you suffer through. Yeah, mm. now that your your main source of income is gone, I I didn't want to see you guys starving. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, Andy, how much are you getting for this? Because I, <laughs> I need to I need to know you know how much. No, no, no it's all commercial and confidence. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, that's right. Also, it's cash. <laughs> um. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, though. It's a real treat to have you both on. I mean, I could ask you loads of questions about mad as hell but that's done now it's over yeah unless that's the that's all the questions that are in the quiz is exclusively mad as hell questions but that would be um, good but it would be the respectful would... thing to do I, I assume as part of the two weeks of mourning that we have mm. while sean mm. McAuliffe lies pretending to be dead in a coffin in the middle of the burke street mall <laughs> but to be honest andy even if there were two weeks of mourning for sean McAuliffe's mad as hell and all mm. these questions were about mad as hell I wouldn't be able to tell you the answers to my. I wouldn't have a. I wouldn't have a goddamn clue. Just to be honest, <laughs> I never watched it. It wasn't my thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not interested. No, no. Like I just took the paycheck. Yeah. And, fair um, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Let other people do it. Let Sean do it. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Interesting. Mm. Well, now listen. On this uh, season of the quiz, I've been asking my guests what their favourite piece of trivia is. Andy, do you remember what you said last time you were on the show? Uh, me, my favourite piece of trivia. Uh, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't have a clue. But how about this? Some starfish uh, eat by regurgitating their entire stomach out of their body and sort of wrapping it around something and then and then sucking their stomach back in. Wow. Mm. That I mean, that's disgusting. Yeah, but I think about it whenever somebody's, you know, uh, chewing particularly loudly or, or you know, uh, or grunting. <laughs> at, at dinner time, you I think, think it, it could at be least worse. They're not a starfish. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It could be worse. Uh. Wow. That's that's pretty gross. Mm, thanks. Uh, what about you, Pat? Do you have a favourite piece of trivia? Well, my partner is like a um, uh, a linguistics professor. Um, not professor. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was wrong. Linguistics person. Um, and uh, he knows a lot of things about words, and he just like throws random shit at me all the time. Um, right. And I think the one that blew me away ages ago was he said that the colour orange came after the fruit. 
Like as in, oh right, it, like so the they're fruit, not called oranges because they are orange. Yeah, the fruit was called orange because mm. it was named after apparently some like <laughs> royal family in France, and then everything right. got called Pat, I, orange I, after that. Well, I, are you going to I dispute think, that, Pat, Andy? Well, I think you you might be have overacted a bit by saying that the color orange came after the fruit. I think the word orange. <laughs> Might true, have come after true. the fruit, the but I think existed. orange the as word, a color, word as a spectrum color. of light. Exactly, yes, it wasn't first. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> did did actually exist? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. But but what he says is that pure like colors exist, and so a lot of them got named after things. So oh, yeah, 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 right. That and I think kangaroos can't hop backwards. That was my other one. But yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yes. Do they want to? Has anyone actually proven that they they can't? Or no, they I just... think it's something to do with the tail and the the front legs. Like can't actually yeah. move backwards. Um, which because my partner is like a big hiker, so we went hiking one time, and this kangaroo that was big enough to kill you just like wow. came past us. And Brenda was like, "It's fine. Once they're in front of us, they can't." They can't come back around. And I was like, oh, oh they can turn. They can turn around. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, so I was like, oh, I reckon they can move their head. <laughs> okay, we need to take a quick break. Yeah. We'll be back with the questions right after this. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Pat McCaffrey and Andy Matthews. All right, well, let's get into the real questions of okay. the real quiz. Here we go. Question yeah. number one. According to Douglas Adams's The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, mm-hmm. what number is the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything? I think everyone knows this, don't they? Like... Mm. Well, you're throwing it up like a gang sign. Mm. Yeah, I am. I'm going like four fingers on one hand, two on the other. I think this is like 42, yeah. isn't it? 42. Is yeah, 42 is the correct well, answer. Well, uh, zoom, reverses, zoom reverses the image. So it looks like you said 24. So you're wrong. Oh, so it looked like you 24? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've never read it though. Why is 42 the answer? I've never read it either. Andy, you're our last hope. Have you read it? Yeah, I've read it heaps. I love it. Uh, it's it's one of yeah, my favourite books a big in the world. Nerd. Of and course you've read it. How many times have you read it? The, the, um, 24 times. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the, the the big joke being that they, are, they build the world's most powerful computer and it processes for literally, you know, thousands and thousands of years trying to find the answer to this question. And in the end, it spits out the number 42. But what they discover is that they haven't adequately, you know, they don't really know what the question is, Right. Uh, and so they have to then build a more advanced yeah. one to try and work out what the question is. There, you, now you don't have to read it. Now you don't have to read one of the funniest novels in of all time because you're already laughing so much at that description I just gave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Good. Well. Yes. Well done. Forty-two is the answer to the is the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. Mm. All right. Question mm. number two. Flanders 
is a region that constitutes the northern portion of which country? And there's a bonus point for naming what the people of Flanders are called. Oh, Andy, Flanders is like... Oh, I'm so bad with geography. I said I would be bad at geography. Flanders is like... Oh, my God, I was about to say North France. North France? Is North France... Does France have a north? I I don't think... There is something north of France, mm, but... Yeah. mm. (sighs) <laughs> but Andy, do you ha- are you holding on to an answer there? Um, look, I'm going to say I, I'm pretty sure it's either Belgium or the Netherlands. I'm going to say Belgium, and I yeah, believe they the might be called the France, Flemish though. peoples. The Flemish. They are mm. the Flemish or Flemings. I guess. Even they can oh. be called Flemings. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And yes, you're correct. It is the northern portion of Belgium. The, the Flemings um, run off. One of the very low hol- like hills in Holland. Do they do they run? Yeah, they do. But you're right. They're the um. It's in that area. It's in that that bordering area. And you know, over the mm. centuries, Flanders has has incorporated parts of France, parts of Belgium, and uh, parts of what's the other one? Netherlands. But right. currently, mm. it is the northern portion of Belgium. But I like to think that you know, in the in the time of COVID, and as we're all suffering from you know various respiratory illnesses, we're all a little Flemish, aren't we? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Oh. No, it's good. It's good. It was a long run up, Andy. But, uh... <laughs> all right. Question number three: Is the Mona Lisa painted on wood yes. or canvas? Oh, okay. I answered too early. Mm. Uh, wood or canvas? <laughs> I reckon it's on. Did you think that the question was, is the Mona Lisa? Is that is that all you thought it was? Yes. I thought, yes. Is the Mona Lisa, is the Mona Lisa painted? painted? And I was like, yes, obviously. It's on a photo. Yeah. Um, oh, this is easy. Oh, um, God, what would you paint on? Wood or canvas? You'd paint on. Andy, you you know, you're, you're good with your hands. You'd paint on MDF, wouldn't you? Like you just. Yeah. You'd no, just, of course. Yeah. Um, um, no, I mean, I'd use a digital sort of thing. I think iPad, you know, um, <laughs> just, just yeah. so much more convenient. An NFT. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's an NFT now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I uh, think it's probably on canvas. I, I, I'll say canvas. Let's go canvas. You say canvas. What are you going to yes. say, Pat? Well, I don't know. Uh, like, it's from, like, the Mona Lisa is from, like, oh, God, like the... 13, 1400s, isn't it? No, a little bit later. It's from 1600s? the 1600s. It, it, the 1500s. So, so early 1500s. So, so it was from the period that I didn't name. Um, yeah. And I think they had wood then. Um, so I'm, mm. I'm gonna, they certainly had wood then. Yeah, I'm going to guess but- wood. <laughs> Very well done. The answer yes. is wood. Yes. Ah. It's on a, uh, a piece of poplar wood. I was going to say it was, that. Yeah. It was right around the time that canvas started being the uh, medium of choice, or the, the yeah. Mm. It, and ironically, um, canvas became more and more popular during that mm. time. <laughs> to become more popular. Can I can I also uh, say medium of choice was how um, my parents described me as the middle child. So yeah, <laughs> we're gonna tag like tag yeah, every good. question with a couple of terrible puns. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're here. Yeah. All right, question mm. number four: Which footballer is making AFL history at the 2022 Grand Final by playing in a record-breaking 40th finals game? Whoa. Um, 
Now, I just before I jumped on the call today, saw a, I don't know anything yes. about the game, but I did see a headline to the effect that Dustin Martin, um, it, it was one of those ones that whether or not he wins, he will have made some big, big impact. Everyone will care. Gosh, it's important. Wow. Look at all of this. What he's done. You know, good on him. Obviously, you know, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, sub sub editors are you know, it's a, it's a dying art. Mm. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I would say uh, that it is yeah. Dustin Martin. Can I just jump in here as as one of the writers for Man as Hell who actually you know enjoys sport, and there aren't any of us. Um, um, Andy, which team does Dustin Martin play for? Absolutely, yes. Correct. Correct. He, <laughs> Correct. He does play. He's a he does play for one of the teams. Yeah. There are, yeah. there are two teams in the grand final. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, this is news to me. I... <laughs> Do you know which two teams they are? A, a and B. Uh, yep. Uh, no, he's on the Swans. He plays for the Swans. Very good. He does play for the Swans, but he, that is incorrect. Sorry. That is not let's the rewind. Answer. Dustin Martin does not play for the Swans. Oh, wait. What? what? Who does he play for? Dustin Martin is a Richmond footballer. You you oh. are 100% correct. Yeah, okay. I was at the grand final parade this morning <laughs> with my partner and, like, I did not see Dustin Martin pass by. No, you know who you're thinking of? You're thinking of Lance, Lance Franklin, Buddy Franklin. You? I am. The other one. The other one of the yeah. two footballers in the game of football. <laughs> and yeah, they're playing... Okay. I believe they're playing a big one-on-one game at the grand final. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's, it's so funny when you started saying Dustin Martin that I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's who he's talking about. I was literally <laughs> almost going insane. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Who are these people? That, see, that shows my ignorance on a massive scale. Uh, but <laughs> those those are both incorrect. So Dustin Martin and Lance Buddy Franklin, Franklin aren't playing... In what, their 40th grand their final? Their 40th finals, not grand oh, final. finals, okay. Finals game. Um, well, so it's Sydney. And I'll tell you, it's it's someone who plays on the other team. Okay, so it's someone in Geelong. Yes. Can I suggest maybe Joel Selwood? Joel Selwood yeah. is the correct answer. Yes. Yeah, yes. very well done. Thank you. That would get me absolutely no respect in the office, but yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> and it gets you no respect here. But very well. Yeah, totally. We um, both think less of you. I hope you're yeah. proud of yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> we you. do. Yeah. All right. Question number five: Where in the human body is the masseter muscle? Masseter. Mm. And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think Masseter, I am. Masseter. And now this is uh, a uh, this is a e t e r. Now this is a great question because um, I actually know the answer, uh, and uh, obviously my answer is dependent on which human body you're talking about. But I'm choosing to talk about a cannibal, um, and uh, in the stomach, and uh, and also the uh, the large intestine bits bits <laughs> in both. I, I reckon I reckon actually um Andy Masseter muscle um was a forward pocket for the um Sydney Swans uh, in the grand final I reckon yeah yeah who was famously yeah. eaten by a cannibal <laughs> uh, I am uh, no you, going you to are say incorrect. the answer is but it's in the mouth it's the tongue oh no that's that's a good guess but you, you're sort of in the right area 
It's got to be um, like mandible is the jaw, so it's got to well, be. Well, yeah, you you you're even writer, Pat. Oh, it is the jaw or ah. the face. Oh, yeah. I was um. So there you go. Going, I was going from the French masticate, um, mm-hmm. meaning meaning to eat. That'd be your teeth, um, though, wouldn't it be? And yeah, but you know, it's all it's all doing the same business. They're all part of the same team working together. You know, just like Dustin Martin and Buddy Franklin do when they play for Port Power, and <laughs> well, very good. You 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 both got it in in the end, I guess. Thank you. Kind of. We're going to take another little break. We'll be right back. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Andy Matthews and Pat McCaffrey. We're up to question number six. At the age of eighty-five. Which former Italian Prime Minister joined TikTok this month in a bid to win over the youth vote ahead of this weekend's general election? Mm. Was it it, uh, Benito Mussolini hanging upside down from a meat hook? Or... (laughs) No. No? Okay, okay. Um, no, I think Benito Mussolini is significantly older. Oh, okay. And, was and it, less was alive. It, was it Silvio Berlusconi? It is Silvio yeah. Berlusconi, correct. Um, you absolutely should look up because um, my partner, uh, Brendan, speaks Italian. He's got Italian family and he's lived see, over see. there. Yeah, uh, see. Uh, um, he uh, showed me this week a video uh, that was uh, a song to promote Silvio Berlusconi's re-election effort. And it was all these people, like, you know, just singing, like they were workers, they were hospital workers, they were families, whatever. So they did this whole video um, and then, you know, put that out there. And then there was a second version of that same song that was just attractive women. Like, just... (laughs) Really attractive women wow. <laughs> singing exactly the same song, doing exactly the same thing, because Silvio is Silvio. Yeah, Silvio is going to Silvio. He is one Absolutely. of the worst human beings on the planet. What is he doing mm. on TikTok? Well, he's he's trying to win over the youth vote oh. ahead of the this weekend's general election. Oh, Crazy. Oh, oh. I think my favourite story about Silvio was, yes. I think it was years ago now, but he set aside Tuesdays for court days. Oh, dear. Yeah. For, his, for the court appearances that yeah. he had to make. He was involved in so many legal actions. Yeah. Wow. That he wow. was like, Tuesdays are for court. <laughs> That's wow. incredible. Oh, Good luck to yeah. him this weekend. <laughs> Good luck to him. Let's crack into question number seven. In Greek and Roman mythology, who is the god of music, poetry, and art? Ooh, Andy, mm. this might be one for you. Do you know this one? No. Oh, jeez. Um, music, poetry, music, poetry, and art. And art. Yeah. Uh, is it Nick Genopolis? <laughs> no. Okay. No, it's not. Uh, Although he is a, a Greek myth in, in <laughs> certain ways. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I, 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 I'm going to say um, Aphrodite. I mean, she does a lot of beautiful stuff. Not Aphrodite. Ah, can I damn. say? I, I think this is also wrong. But can I say Dionysus? Dionysus? Not Dionysus. No, no that he he's more like um, wine. Isn't yeah, wine yeah. and mm-hmm. getting boozy and yeah. a, and like I I see where you're going. That music, poetry, and art are kind of mm. connected to getting boozy. That's right. But no, this one. His name is also attached these days with scientific pursuit, and a, or a particular. A oh, particular Stephen Hawking pursuit. <laughs> Fauci, Fauci, Anthony Fauci. <laughs> no, neither of those are correct. No, I've probably sent you. Uh, I'll yeah. put, um, sent you on a bum steer there. Uh, um, binoculus, uh, micros- microscopy A, um, test tube, tubicide on. No, let's see. Space travel, space. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yes, Apollo. 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 Yes. Apollo is the correct answer. Yeah, Apollo was mm. the god of music, poetry, and art. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. Did you know that or was it was I my no uh, space clue that got you finally got you there? <laughs> yeah, I knew. I knew the whole time. I just pretended to be the biggest <laughs> idiot in the world for about four minutes, <laughs> boring everyone senseless. But I knew. Yeah. Yeah, I've done all of them so far. Yeah. Knew that one about um, Joel Selwood as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't do that on the next one, okay? Uh, Just, uh, if you know the answer, Andy, just come straight out with it, all right? All right. The next one is a multiple choice. It's question number eight. Let's get this over and done with. (laughs) How many? Andy's having a great time. Yeah. How many films written by Woody Allen have starred Diane Keaton? Is it A, 3, B, 5, a, a C, 8, or D, 11? Oh, my goodness. Uh, um, well, I was going to say 1 because of Annie Hall, but um, I'm Annie losing Hall, confidence in It is greater in than answer. 1. <laughs> if you yeah, can office. name... Any of the other ones, oh, maybe I'll give you bonus points. I don't think I can. Um, was she, uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, bananas, um, Match Point. No. Um, mi- uh, midnight in Paris. Um, uh, uh, Wimbledon. All the things you ever wanted to know about sex but were too afraid to ask. Wow, no, you, um, you, um, incredibly, you're missing in, <laughs> with, with everyone. Oh, what it's about a, well, you, Pat? You must be a way. huge Woody Allen fan. Um, look, I am, but um, I don't want to talk about it now. So, um, <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that is reasonable. Yeah. Um, uh, All right, yeah, tell me, yeah, is sorry. it three, five, eight, or 11? I reckon, like, five, that's a good mid-range guess, five. I'm going to go with five. Okay, you're going to go with five. What about you, Andy? Are you going to go I'm with something go with- different? I'm going to go with eight. Eight. Eight is the correct answer. Ah. Well done. Yeah. She's been in eight Woody Allen See, I knew it all along. Yeah. (laughs) She was in a a very early one. She she was in Play It Again, Sam. She was actually in the stage version of Play It Again, Sam, and then was in the film. That was the first Woody Allen film that she was in. Uh, She followed that up with Sleeper, Love and Death, Annie Hall, of course, Interiors, Manhattan, Radio Days, and Manhattan Murder Mystery. Right. They're her eight. 
Yeah. Well, she's been in eight that she's told us about. There might be more, but, you know. There might be more. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Pat's not really as much of a fan of um, Woody Allen's films as he is a supporter of his personal life. Like, you know, he's able to <laughs> yeah. separate the person from the art, but he does it in the wrong way. I think the art, he, the art. He doesn't like the art. He does it in the wrong <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I love about Woody Allen is everything <laughs> okay. he's done in his personal life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's... Yeah. Let's not go there. Yeah. Question number nine. HCL, so capital H, capital C, and lowercase l, mm. is the chemical formula for what pungent aqueous solution? Hydrochloric acid, Johnny. Hydrochloric uh, acid. See, he knew it straight away. No gags, no pretending not to know. No, just nah, straight out let's with just it. get there. Let's, let's be clear. I have not been pretending not to know anything. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why did you know that straight off the top of your head, Andy? Because I, I'm a um, big nerd, big science guy. Big science yeah. nerd? Also, it's one of those questions where it's like, I'm not going to bug around trying to come up with a funny answer to the question, what does HCL stand for? It's not one of those rich comedic fields. So, hot. Clam juice. It's uh, uh, Hoisin Chlamydia. All right, question number 10. The final question. Yeah. Which singer launched her own beauty brand, Fenty Beauty, in 2017? Uh, I know this. It is Linda Ronstadt. I wish it was. Yeah. It's not Linda Ronstadt. It's not? Uh, uh, no, uh, but... Dolly Parton? The, no, I, the, know the, I know the correct no, answer. Uh, um, oh, you know? Andy? Do you? Mm, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Is this another yeah, one yeah, that I'm you a know? Yeah, uh, I'm a big beauty guy. Love a bit of beauty. Is it... Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Dua Lipa? Is it her? No, but uh, you, you're at least getting closer in closer terms to of... The, yeah. the Stevie Nicks? <laughs> no, further away again. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. it's It's yeah. Rihanna. It's Rihanna, it is Rihanna. That's Rihanna's beauty brand. It's a uh, sort of an umbrella uh, line that incorporates, um, you know, underwear, uh, a makeup, um, all sorts of things. And she's been quite progressive in her promotion of like models with different body types and that sort of thing. And she's doing a great job and good on her. Wow, good on her. Good, well, good on you for. Uh... For nailing that question and just about every other question. Uh, thanks. I'm, I'm actually wearing Fenty right now. <laughs> and you look great. We're going to take one last break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com style. Who is Rhiannon? 
Rhiannon, Rhiannon is a song by Stevie Nicks. Well, it's a song by Fleetwood Mac, so you know, get it right. I'm really, uh, I'm really. Was sorry. that a genuine question? You don't know who Rihanna is? She's um, the one that did Umbrella, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware of that. Mm. I, I'm not, I'm not up to date with pop culture. Trust me. Well, right with with sales of over 250 million records worldwide, Rihanna is the second best selling female music artist. Of all time. Who was the mm. first? Madonna? And actually, when she was um, setting up the corporation, she did actually tell the, the you know, the, the first board of directors that she wanted, um, you know, lingerie and um, perfumes, fragrances and, and makeup all to be under her umbrella, Ella, Ella Corporation. So um, she's... Are, are you happy with yourself, Andy, now? Are you happy? No. No. <laughs> you should be. You should be, Andy. And, and so should you two be. Pat, did, uh, oh, did that bless. sentence make any any sense? A little, yeah. because you both smashed the quiz. Did we? I think Andy smashed it. I think I just chipped in every now and then with uh, with some AFL knowledge. Because well, like, oh. that that was very uh, you know that was most necessary <laughs> for this. You get bonus points just oh, for being you know. Thank you. AFL cognizant, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but thanks so much for both doing the quiz. It's been a, a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much, Johnny. It's been an absolute joy and an honour and a pleasure. Excellent. I'll do it any time. Thanks so much, Johnny. And now that you're unemployed from your mad as hell duties, where can people find you or see you or read or hear the things that you write. <laughs> that was beautifully put. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, they can. Uh, Thank you. Um, if you're interested, I have a children's book out. I, in fact, I have two children's books out: the Gustav and Henry series of adventure novels for young readers. They're you know perfect for kids who are five and up, and if they like a bit of science fiction, a bit of silliness, they're just really um, joke-filled, uh, beautifully illustrated little graphic novels for uh, for any kid who likes. Anything ever, and also you can listen to uh, the podcast that I do with Alastair Tremblay Birchall, two in the think tank. Excellent. What about you, Pat? Where can people see, hear, read you? Well, um, I'm at Happy Catherine on Twitter, and I've got a copy of Gustav and Henry because it's an amazing book. Uh, I'm still enjoying it, <laughs> uh, and um, I'm performing around Melbourne like all the time. So check out my Twitter for like live dates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks, fellas. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you next time. Thank you. Toodles. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Saturday Quiz. And thank you, of course, to my guests this week, Andy Matthews and Pat McCaffrey. I can confirm that both their bits of trivia were correct. There are several types of starfish that eject their stomachs in order to digest the soft parts of their prey. This creates a soup-like substance that they then slurp back into their body to finish off their meal. And Pat was right too. The earliest recorded use of orange, the fruit in English, is from the 1300s and was adopted from the Old French. The word's use as a colour name doesn't happen for another 200 years in the early 1500s. English speakers probably didn't have a specific name for the colour until the fruit was widely available in their markets and inspired one. Before then, linguists believe people generally referred to orange as yellow-red. Thanks as always to Cindy MacDonald for writing the quiz. My name's John Leary and I'll have more questions for you same time next week.